Hello, hello. Good day, mate. Um, how you doing? It's 3.58 in the morning. I spent the whole day finishing up Ted Lasso. My sister visited, so I didn't, like, watch it straight through. It took a little break, but, um. All in all, emotionally, I enjoyed it, right? You know? Like, emotionally, it was satisfying. Um, technically, it had a lot of fucking problems the last couple seasons. My God, season two and three are just like a slog to get through. But, um, but, the, but, but emotionally, I think it had a lot of payoffs. It was good. It felt good. You know, it didn't set things up properly in the best way, but I don't know. I feel like they rushed the last season also while making it so excruciatingly long for some episodes like there's so many things that they didn't need to have i feel like a lot of the episodes could have been could have 15 minutes cut out very easily um and if i were to write them out i'd cut out a lot of the fat that's in that's in it and also if i were to edit right if i directed i would have cut out a lot of the fat in those last few episodes because there's so much um you know like really self-indulgent fucking you know touchy-feely like very long longing gazes at shit and things and it's like it, it didn't need to happen you know you know not until the final season or the final episode rather you know or, or like on big emotional moments but they it, they lacked a, a decent few of those right season two had some of the better deep heavy down emotions and the scene three had a lot of really really good feeling up emotions but i think season one is the best out of all of them for sure like by far i'd go season one then season three then season two but season three but season three is only held up because the first half of season three is really good and the second half is just, is just slow um and they do they try to put in way too much shit that doesn't need commentary f from this show and if it does like they wanted to they they tried to do a lot of different commentary they tried to do um they they not tried to they did a decent job at some of the commentary but it wasn't weaved in they made those episodic like things they dealt with it in one episode and it was done by the end of that episode you know like a sitcom right like, they tried to deal with uh, racism and immigration. They tried to deal with uh, 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 coming out and, like, acceptance as a gay or LGBT person, that kind of thing. Um, they tried to do... Uh, um, uh, I'm missing... They tried to do, like, like, fucking mental health and acceptance in, like, one episode, even though the last season or the last couple seasons set up the show to like tackle that more. And they didn't really do it justice. I don't think, you know, like having that be an ongoing constant thing that they, that they, that they mess with. Um, yeah, man. Uh, they tried, they tried to tackle, um, like remember the fappening, when all them celebrity nudes got leaked in like 2014 and it was like Jennifer Lawrence and like whatever, whatever, like all these fucking people. Um, um, 
at least that's what they call it on Reddit is a fappening. I don't know what actual normal people call that shit. But that whole scandal thing that happened, um, they tried to deal with that in this season, and that kind of fell flat because they kind of did kind of weird, dumb shit with it. Like, I don't... Uh, you, you know, but they made an attempt, which is, like, worth something, but um, it felt shoehorned in. I wish they would have weaved it so that at least... So that at least, like, make that the B, make those things the B and C plots of every episode. And then in the episode where it's the climax of each of those plots, like, have that be the A plot. So say, like, introduce the the shit about, uh, and they kind of did it a little bit, like with uh, Sam Obasanya opening up the, the fucking Nigerian restaurant. Like, they kind of set that up as a, as a C plot. But then when they built it up finally to like the whole racism thing, that became the A plot. Um, and but it wasn't juicy enough. You know, they didn't do enough with it. And then the episode was way too fucking long because they had other plots. They were trying to like not even other plots. They were just like following other characters, you know. Like following whatever they were going through, but not in like a, a a way that was like really compelling. Just like, oh, this character's sad because now they're doing this thing and they're kind of moping around and getting advice from different random people, uh, different other other random characters. But nothing's really moving forward. So it, you know, so it was really frustrating to watch. Um, because it could have been, like. The three seasons of Ted Lasso could have been an incredible, impeccable, fucking tight show, but no, you know. And then we're missing a lot of Ted. Ted didn't have much to do in season three, right? Um, and that and that was a damn shame. And then like a lot of it became pretty predictable, and like because they didn't like fill it with things to do, a lot of it became predictable. And when it wasn't predictable is because they kind of just decided to go the other way for no real rhyme or reason, no, like, no, like, actual backbone behind the thing. So, anyway, that's my overall review, I think, of um, Ted Lasso. I really loved the first season. Second season, huge misstep. They fucked that up, I think. And then third season, they kind of brought it back in the first half. And then in the last episode, the emotionally, it, it hit a lot of the things I, that I wanted it to hit. But I was hoping I'd cry. I it felt it coming up a little bit, like, in my chest, like, in my core. Like, I felt it a little bit, but I, I man, if season three was impeccable, I would have been fucking bawling. Because really, like, like happy tears. Because it's a really good um, emotional, like, a lot of good emotional payoffs. But, you know, I think they fumbled it a lot. A lot of melodrama, too, this season. You know? A lot of shit that doesn't like didn't really fucking matter, right? Um, so I don't know. It's a damn shame. It's really a damn shame. Season one was so 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 unbelievably good, you know. Um, I don't know what people think about this show. I know that people liked it. Like I know that a lot of people did like it, but I don't remember any chatter about it recently. Like, I remember when it first came out, everyone was like, oh, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, it's fucking amazing. But then, like, a year after that, I guess when season two or season three came out, season two, 
I didn't hear much about it. I heard people saying Ted Lasso's coming back, but after that, not a peep. So I imagine people probably agree with me that, you know, or I agree with the general public or critics or something that season two and season three were not nearly as good as season one. Um, like, you can get through it, but I wouldn't even recommend binging it. I'd say, like, if you want to watch the whole thing, you could binge season one for sure. Even though that'd be, like, getting through the best part of the show super quickly, right? Maybe, like, spread that one out and then try somehow to binge season two or three. But, like, you know, I, I would take two and three in chunks, maybe, right? But then again, like, halfway through season two, if I took season two in chunks, like like two episodes a, a week or three episodes, uh, three or four episodes a, a, a week or so, like, I wouldn't be able to, I probably wouldn't have ended up finishing the show. You know, I would have fallen out of out of it. I would have been like, okay, this is long. Like, yo, can't, like, can we, can we get this going, you know? Actually, I wouldn't say that about season two because season two set up a lot of amazing things. Like, the whole therapy and, like, mental health thing, that was set up really well. The whole thing um, um, with, uh, with, uh, um, Sam and, and, and my wife, Rebecca, um, that thing could have been really interesting. And I was like, one, I wanted to know how that was going to go mainly because like Rebecca and the pregnancy thing, but that was only introduced in season three. So I guess, you know, but if they had put that in season two, like have that be the cliffhanger for season two, I would have loved, uh, I mean, I think I would have been way more compelled to be like for, for season three to be like, okay, let's see how this goes. I want to see. What, what what goes on with this um um yeah man the whole thing with a uh, fucking with um what's his name what Jamie and his and his dad conflict that would have been really interesting to explore more um and they kind of did and they kind of resolved it in a way but kind almost off camera you know um like, we saw, like, his forgiveness of his dad when he did that at the game or whatever, but, like, his dad kind of just, oh, he's in rehab, but, like, r- they show that in a random shot of him being proud in, like, a rehab center or something like that, whatever it was. Um, And I was like, Ugh, I guess, you know? Like, we didn't get to have a scene between the two of them somehow. Like, it would have been hard to pull off, I'm sure, a scene between him and his dad after what we've seen of his dad, no redeeming qualities at all, you know? But, um, but I think, you know, if it, if it was set up properly, it could have been done. Um, yeah, man. I think Ted Lasso himself, like the character would go down in, in history as one of my favorite characters for sure. You know? Like, more than all the others, even though I fucking love a lot of the other characters, they're great. But Ted Lasso himself, like, one of the best leads, um, lead characters in a in a series, for sure. You know? Like, I'll put him up there. For me, I'll put him up there with, with like, with, obviously, Korra. I'll put him up there with Cora. I'll put him up there with, uh, with, uh, 
with Robin from from um, Young Justice. I'll put him up there with, say, Shiv Roy from Severance. Not Severance, from Succession. Because um, I think I like Shiv more than the... I, I mean, not just because she's my daughter or wife or or aunt or someone, whoever the fuck she is, uh, you know. Um, I don't know. I can't... I can't choose between the three, to be honest. Between Shiv, uh, Kendall, and Roman. Right? As leads. I know Kendall's really the lead lead, but, I mean, it's an ensemble thing. I can't really say it's just Kendall that's the lead. Um, But, yeah. What other characters? What other lead characters would I do, do I think of when I think of, like, really, really fucking good lead characters? They're not that many, to be honest. From at least from uh, TV shows, from movies, from movies, there's a bunch I love, but like from TV shows, there's not that many leads that I love, you know, like, like really like, I think of the, like, damn, I fucking love this character. I'm really trying to think, I'm racking my brain. What shows have I ever watched in my life? <laughs> you know, there's Russian doll, uh, but you know, that's whatever. She's interesting, but I wouldn't say she's one of my favorites. Um, there's I'm only if they get a Netflix series because that's all, the only thing that's coming to my mind. Um, House of Cards, fucking Frank, uh, Frank Underwood, in House of Cards, incredible character, right? Love him as a character. I think I'd put him in. So like, I'd say Frank Underwood, like barring obviously the Kevin Spaceyness of it, Frank Underwood as a character, I'd put him up there. Um, at least from the first two and a half seasons that were actually good from from House of Cards, and then it, like, went to shit. But, um, Frank Underwood was really, really interesting. Um, Ted Lasso, really, really interesting, inspiring, like, that top, like, top of the top. I'm gonna put him up there in whatever top five I, I can figure out, okay? And that top five consists of Ted Lasso and, uh, and Cora from Legend of Cora. and I can't think of anyone else specifically that I put up there right now. You know? Um... I keep trying to think of the good place, but only because I don't watch that many comedies. So, <laughs> um, so would I say uh, what's her name? Um, Eleanor from from Good Place, maybe. I like Eleanor. I don't love Cheedy, maybe. Ah, uh, no, I like Cheedy. I don't love che- watching the show. I love him. Like I love these characters when I watch the show. But I, I, like okay, Ted Danson, um, fucking Michael in in the Good Place. I'd put him up there absolutely. Because I love his character. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, there really aren't that many, to be honest, that I think of. Anyway. Anyway, I know a lot more about football now than I ever have. I'm talking about uh, world football, not American football. Um, you know, I think the reason I like Ted Lasso so much as a character is because I feel that connection that he has or that want to be like such a unbelievably positive and good person and like uplift others and do that kind of thing. But also that loyalty to, to the family that, that he created, you know, his ex-wife and, and kid. Right. Um, and that resonates with me a lot, you know, because like y'all know me, I'm always fucking talking about 
my my kids that I that don't even exist yet, right? And always talking about like my future wife and how and what I want out of uh, a life with with a with my partner in in love and crime and all the fucking crazy things, you know, raising a family. Um, yeah, like, it, like I get emotional just thinking about, about him with his kid, his kid, whoever they cast for him, um, is not a very good actor. You know, the fucking kid is not very good. He's gotten a little better, like from the beginning of the season, or from the beginning uh, of when we see him to the end of it, it, he must have gotten like lessons or coaching or been doing it more. But he's gotten better for sure, right? But not not you know. Despite that, the the love between the two of them does shine. And I don't know if that's just the writing or if Jason Sudeikis is just holding that, like for like from Ted Lasso's side, the, the, the fucking. The, that performance is like really bringing it forward um but yeah there's so many things but um yeah i really enjoy the show i think i think eventually i'll rewatch season one you know um with a partner or you know, probably not on my own because i don't do that very often or almost ever outside of the avatar <laughs> series this series is 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 um yeah yeah man what else is there for me to talk about fa uh fa anatsnakiaiom no there's no r in there snakiaiom there we go snakiaiom I do speak Norwegian, in case y'all don't know. Okay, not very well, but a little bit. Um, I really do think the show is just made to like praise this one character. To be honest, because sure he's flawed, but like, damn, the story's like Beard. Uh, the assistant coach and Tassel and Ted Lasso's like best friend since high school or whatever. He told a story, a bomb that dropped in the, not the last episode, but the penultimate episode, right? The fucking the the um pre pre series finale, whatever you'd call it, season finale eve, the episode before the final episode, he dropped this fucking bomb of like, of like, the the past relationship between the between him and and Ted like bro said we played football together right and we hung out a lot but then when high school ended uh we both stopped playing football he started he started coaching um and I went to prison and when I got out of prison this dude let me crash on his couch and fed me and did all this shit and then I stole his car but then he came to the fucking precinct and convinced the police officers that he that he didn't that 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 he let beard uh fucking borrow the car and shit you know just to get him from keep him from getting sent back to prison right and became best friends and like gave him a job and like all this shit you know like that's a story man and the way that he, and the way that uh, the actor who plays uh, Coach Beard, uh, the way that he delivered that was 
phenomenal. It was, you know, like the acting in the show is bar none. It's damn good. Every, pretty much everyone except for that one fucking kid is really, really good. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah. Highly recommend season one. Um, if you want to get the like payoff of watching of, of like them feel good feels, then I guess watch the whole thing, but, uh, try to watch through it without the, without the, uh, expectation that it's going to be quippy and quick and as tight as season one. Cause season one is just like really, 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 really good. You know, it has direction. Like the thing about season two and three is that they lack so much direction, and every episode is like its own contained thing almost. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that is all. Now is that all? I don't think that's all. I'm twenty minutes, twenty one minutes in. I guess all. What else is there for me to say? I didn't do anything else really today. My sister came over. Um, we hung out a little bit. Uh. We talk about music and shit. Um, we like traded some songs. Oh, uh, this fucking riot thing that went on in Union Square yesterday, right? My grandma was watching the news, obviously, because this is the only thing that's ever on. If it's not tennis or or HSN, um, which she does, I don't know why she fucking watches HSN anyway. Then now she does order shit from there sometimes, but like, goddamn, she. People still order from HSN. Imagine calling a fucking company, calling a, a, a TV marketing or whatever, telemarketer. Is that, that's not telemarketing. <laughs> telemarketing is fun. It's telephone marketing. What do you call TV? What is this shit called? TV sales? Um, man, what do they call that? Hold on. Uh, HSN and QVC, uh, uh, oh, they merged? Host fired? The fuck? Okay. Um, HSN and QVC, what do they do? What, what would it be called? V-commerce. Video commerce. V-commerce, which includes video-driven shopping across linear TV, e-commerce sites, Digital streaming and social platforms. Okay. That's what it's called? Televised home shopping. Never heard that before. I feel like everyone just refers to it as the shopping channels. Um, or as QVC or HSN or whatever the fuck, right? You can get this beautiful iPad case for only $9.99. And if you order two, $15.99, you get five dollars off or wait no four dollars i can't do math um it's bedazzled um yeah this this riot thing that went on kai sanat if you don't know who kai sanat is right he's a he's a twitch streamer so he's like a video game streamer and he blew up in the past few years past couple years he's young he's like 21 um and uh he got banned off of Twitch for a few times for, like, doing dumb shit. But Twitch sent, sends out bans relatively often for, like, kind of dumb shit anyway. So, um, but yeah, 
he got to like the top of Twitch, the uh, like top five in the platform or some shit like that, right? And like was doing so well, was like doing all, just doing great shit. Became fucking famous, you know? Rich, famous, all the nine yards and all that, right? And then this kid decides to, I don't know what it is. He like, he set up a giveaway in-person giveaway in Union Square yesterday, but I guess, I don't know if he doesn't remember, like, he fucking fell, hit his head, and forgot that this man has an audience of over 10 million people, but if you announce a giveaway in a public space in a giant city, a lot of fucking people are going to come out, and a lot of people did, right? And not just a lot of people came out, but so many people that it basically ended up like a public disturbance. There are people standing on top of buses. They stopped traffic. That fucking camera crew, like the news was out there. They had a, a helicopter out there, like monitoring the whole thing. Um, like 35 people got injured. 60 people got arrested. It's like a bunch of, or maybe the numbers are flipped. It's like 60 people got injured and like hundred people or like 30 people or so got arrested. He got arrested. He's getting charged with inciting a riot. Now this kid might've fucked up like his life potentially, you know, I don't know if you get prison for inciting a riot, but I'm pretty sure that's a prison sentence at this scale, you know? Um, that's a damn shame. Kid's 21. Like, why, 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 like, you don't have guys in your corner to tell you, hey, if you're going to do this, set this up proper. Like, do this at, do this in a private space, right? That you have to like either pay to get in or get like screened to get in or something like do it at 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 fucking Comic Con or like, at, you know, at Javits Center or something that is actually built to to have so many people come out and to direct them and like have bodyguards and security and do that whole nine yards. Don't just do it in Union Square of all places. Where there's active traffic and active people and it's like a, a hub of like people moving around and shit. And then expect to go out there with a few fucking PS5s to give out. Not expecting people to go crazy over that shit. You know? That's that's a lot. Right? Um, so it's disappointing. I never watched the kid. I never like watched any of his content or anything. But like I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and other streamers and like... And, you know, YouTube news and commenters, reactors, that kind of thing. Um, um, social commentary guys, they talk, they've spoken about him. They've talked about him. Like, you know, his come to fame, his come to power, or not not power, but his, his success is, like, really positive. Especially the fact he, there was one stream that, that went, um, that, like, went around. It got kind of blown up because a lot of people were, like, looking at that stream not just looking at watching the stream, but they were watching replays of the stream because he called his mom while streaming and like told her like some good news, like I'm at the top of Twitch or like I just crossed a $10 million or like some sh- or like he signed a contract. He did something that was like life changing, you know, financially for his family and for his people and the people that he that who's raised him and he and he lives with and like does that shit. Right. You know, he called his mom and like. She was telling him how proud she was of him, and this motherfucker's crying on screen on 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 stream, and you know everyone's congratulating him because like that, that's a feeling that very very few people get to experience. 
especially on that level of like, yo, you lifted your whole family out of, I don't know if he's come from poverty, but you brought your whole family into the 1%, you know, like you, you set your whole family up for potentially generations at 21 years old playing video games online you know doing something you're passionate about entertaining people doing that kind of thing you're not working some like super laborious shit you're sitting in a de- at a table like you're just sitting at your desk playing video games for eight hours a day right i mean i know he was doing like crazy hours he was like doing like 12 to 14 hours a day streaming but i think he did a, a thing where he streamed for for uh 30 days straight obviously went to sleep and like got up and came back or whatever but he did some crazy thing like that but um but yeah man like very very few people get to get to experience that feeling you know it's not like just the like i get the i'm proud of yous and like you did great shit but i'm still living at home um with zero dollars in my bank account negative zero in my bank account or not negative zero, negative zero is not a number, but like less than zero in my bank accounts and 4K in debt, um, more than 4K in debt. And and I still, and I get those. So I know like this isn't the the big like, oh, I, I didn't do the thing. I didn't like up, uplift my family. I didn't even uplift myself out of poverty yet, right? But when I get those I'm proud of you's and like that, it still feels good even though it feels false and it doesn't feel like it, it hasn't come yet. It's not that's not the thing, right? That's not the oh dad, I'm a I don't worry, I got your flight to come up to New York to celebrate something that I did for for not just myself and my career and my personal development, my artistry, but also as a reflection of my family and like a and and like a success it's a familial success you know to be like yo i got you a thing like don't worry about that i'm putting you on my uber account like don't take the train you're good y'all can do whatever the fuck you want right i'm getting everyone a vacation i'm paying for all your tickets to like do a thing like i didn't get that yet and that's a while away right but i know that when that hits those I'm proud of yous are gonna fucking hit. At least I hope, right? <laughs> I was having this, we were talking, I say we. I was talking about, um, about like dulled first experiences the other day, right? But that's an experience. I don't think that can be dulled by anything. That first big major, like, yo, you did it. You made it out and you've, and you've, and you've, supported your family and you, you made it out in a way that you can support your family the family that raised you you know not just me and mine and my and my future partner and our kids not just us but like you know my mom my dad my grandma's you know my sister my little brother if my brother end up, ends up deciding to do well in school, then, you know, he'll have college paid for, whether he gets scholarships or not. And I'm like, yo, that that's it. You got college paid for. Like, I'm going to do the thing of, um, I think I'm going to do the, uh, 
same thing I want to do with my kids eventually, right? With my little brother. I think um, because by the time he's ready to go to school, he's 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 uh eight. He's gonna be nine next month, right? Um, I think I think I want to do the thing I'll do it with my kids. I mean, he's nine now. He's he's about to be nine. So in about a decade, he'll be going to college. In about a decade, I'll be I'll be. Uh, 34, about to be 35. By that point, like, I'm, I want to try to do the thing that I want to do with my kids of, like, I am setting aside X amount of dollars for you. This is your pot. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it, but you have to be pursuing something. And that can be anything meaningful, right? Not just bullshit, right? But, like, Oh, and also you can't put it into any like investments. That's not what this money's for. Okay. I don't I don't want you to spend this smart. This is your this is my first big fucking shot at like changing my life in a in a profound a positive, uplifting way. You know? Um and when I say don't invest, I mean like you can start a business with it. You can like pursue an idea, but like this is like okay, yeah, I have a hundred thousand dollars for you, right? You can either take it and go to school. Right, or you can take it and travel the world for four years, and budget it out somehow. Right, you might have to get a job if it's only twenty five k a year uh, at that point. But like, this is your next four years. This is your, this is the shit that you're starting with. And obviously, you're gonna have to go through me to get through it. You know, I'm not just giving you the money. It's like, hey, what are you trying to do? Give me a plan. Right? Are you just gonna travel and find yourself? Fine. What's the plan? Right? Don't travel without a plan. And not to say, like, you have to plan out everything to the T, but, like, travel how? Like, are you just fucking going to go to Beirut and party the whole time? Right? Because, I mean, I'm not saying don't party, but, like, is that what the plan is? Because that's not a plan. That's just bullshit. If you're going to travel, then, yo, go, like, travel. Like, do it proper. Like, fuck, go to Japan. Go to, like, uh, like uh, go to go to fucking, you know... All, go backpack around Europe, you know, go do Africa, go on like, like missionary trips or like, uh, or, uh, go build wells, do that kind of thing. Right. But also if you're going to go build wells, don't build it with those bullshit, uh, nonprofit claim to be nonprofits that are like actually keeping their, keeping those villages down by like profiting off the tourism money or whatever. Right. But like find the actual, group of people who are actually going around doing that kind of thing. And if you want to do that, do that. Right? You know? If you want to pursue a sport, does your money go to go do that? Right? Obviously, if you're going to go to school and, like, do college basketball, because that's where I think all basketballers come from, right? Is college. Um, they do college basketball, then they do the NBA. Right? But if you're going to do that, fine. Um, but if you want to pursue your own sport, like, or pursue an individual sport, a extreme sport, a fucking, you know, surfing or whatever, whatever the hell, then, hey, go spend six months in Hawaii, right? See how you like that shit. Surf with fucking professionals or surf with like the local surfing, go to, go to, like, go do shit, right? Go like proper do shit. And if you want to start a business, if you're an artist and you're like, yo, like if at that point he wants to start a business, he's like, I, I'm a, I like painting or I want to get into photography or something. Don't come through me. 
do that shit yourself. I'll give you little legs up, but I'm not, I'm not, like, if I'm giving you a hundred grand to find your way, you're finding your fucking way. And when you're done with it, if you're still struggling, then I'll help you out. But don't call me to be like, yo, can I get this shoot with, with, uh, your client or like, no, fuck off. No, Mm-mm. nope, no, not till that money is depleted and you've like lived life and like had your, your four-year college, uh, uh, self-taught college experience or whatever, you know? Cause that shit's important. All right. I think most people, again, most people don't. Actually, I can't even say most people don't get that. But no, a lot of people don't get that. If you don't go to college, right, especially if you don't go out of state to college. Like a lot of people, they say they go to community college or whatever, and that's fine. You know, you can do that. Like sometimes that's all that's in the cards, right? You need to get your education because you want to be in STEM or run a business or you, like, you feel like you need the degree because you don't under you want to network, do all that, fine, right? If that's your reason, sure. But if you want to go to college... Um, and you know what you want to do in your life, or actually, if you don't know what you want to do, do not fucking go to community college. Waste of fucking time, if you ask me. I mean, I guess, in, like, if you're going for, like, a year to, like, test water, try different majors, fine. But, like, if you don't know what you want to do, go immerse yourself in a bunch of different shit. That's what I say. So if at that point, if my little brother is 18 years old, or like when he's 17 and he's like a, a junior, right? Junior, senior year, if he still doesn't know what he wants to do, um, I don't give a fuck what. My mom, if he, if she's trying to push him to do college, I'll be like, yo, hey, bro. Um, college can wait. It's always there, right? You don't have to do that. Don't go for some bullshit. But if you're going to go, go out of state, go live with people. Go, go like experience life, go not, go become not scared of things, not scared of people, not scared of life, do that shit, right? Or travel, experience, freelance, busk, um, join a team, (laughs) meet Ted Lasso. Do it the lasso way. Um, yeah. Anyway, I didn't expect you to do forty minutes, but I did. Um. You know, I miss doing these so often. I'm happy I, I I did this three days in a row. It feels really good. Every time I do it, I, I feel I feel a, a little I feel a little uh, lighter in a weird way, right? You know, I, I think I was I saying this yesterday. I think I was saying this yesterday. Like vocalizing shit, right? Bringing it out, um, really. Not yesterday, I guess the day before. It really, um, really makes it real, you know? Like, I go through my days thinking all the time, right? I'm always in my head, and there's, like, always fucking a million different thoughts going through. I'm, like, thinking about three or four different threads at the same time and trying to, trying to do that. And I'm, 
constantly distracting myself with as many things as I possibly can. Like if I'm at my desk, I may be editing photos or like working on, I'm, I may be working while having a podcast playing. Um, or like, I, like I always have like two things going on most of the time. And I think a good thing about like watching the show. And, and I think the thing I really love about TV and film in general is just that I can't really focus on anything else if I'm focusing on that. And that takes all of my attention so long as it's really good. Right. Um, I, I don't want to talk to anyone else really. Um, like if I'm, if I, if someone comes to the room and I'm watching a thing, I have to pause it because so long as it's good. Right. I have, or not even just good. So long as I'm invested. Right. And I'm like into it. I have to pause it. And I'm into it most of the time because if I'm not into it, I'll stop it um, pretty early. Like if Ted Lasso, if by episode three I wasn't feeling it, I was not going to fucking continue. Um, but yeah, like once I get past that, like I have to pause shit. You know, I can't be on my phone. I do I have the least screen time if I'm watching if I'm spending the day watching, watching shit, you know? Um, I can't listen to music, obviously. I can't, I'm not going to be playing video games. I'm, I can't read a book. Like, those are a couple things. Like, reading a book, I, oftentimes if I'm reading, I'm listening to music as well, right? Um, not all the time, but a lot of time. If I'm reading, it's probably because I'm also listening to music. You know, I'm not trying to focus on anything else. Um, I just want to do that. Right. But watching TV, I can't do shit. Can't do anything else. And it's kind of good because it, because, because that means now I have a hundred percent of my attention on that. Like when I'm, if I'm even other leisurely shit, if I'm like playing video games and I'm listening to music, like, neither are getting my full attention. They're both getting, like, 90% each, right? Like, I'm giving a lot of attention to each of them, but not getting the full thing, and I'm not paying any attention to myself. Actually, no, not true. If I, I can be doing all of those things, I can be, I can be listening to a podcast with music in the background while playing a video game, and I'll still be in my head a little bit, right? I'll still, like, something is going to trigger a thought or, like, you know, it, like, it. a lot of times it could turn my brain off, but not all the time, right? If I'm in heavy load, it's not going to turn my brain off. Um, or heavy emotional load, rather. So, yeah, man, I, um... Yeah, you know, I need to get back to watching movies and and TV more because it it, it it's a good way to kind of recalibrate, I think, for me. And also, it should be a part of my job. I'm a fucking filmmaker, <laughs> you know. Like I watch way too little shit for for a filmmaker, um, or a story creator at all. Anyway. 
4.42. And I'm 43 minutes and 44, 5, 6 seconds in. I think I will call it. Um, good night, y'all.